7, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Paul Chandler, the shy Yeti. <laughs> He's not that shy. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Captors. How are you? Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right, yeah. Oh, well, um, what are we doing this episode? Well, uh, we're just going to be hanging about, catching up with the regulars and, uh, well, I'm going to be reading you something. No, not more poems. Um, I, I've dug out my 1990 diary again. I thought we might have another look at a few more entries of that. And there'll be Sutton Park clips and maybe a quiz. So, yeah, it'll all be uh, good fun, I think. I hope. (laughs) Okay, run that theme music when we come back. Um, Yeah, more from the 1990 diary and a bit of chatter with the uh, regulars. All right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Yeah, but it's a positive thing. The Shy Life. The Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. You don't want four nuts, do you? Uh, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. This particular episode of The Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I never find out my secret. I think he has. Yeah, yeah. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the news. It's The Shy Life Podcast. Sorry, did we sight <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Hello, Paul, how are you? Oh, I'm good, Cromarty, how are you? Oh, I'm good too. I hear there is more diary reading. There most certainly is, yes. I just noticed I actually wrote the time I wrote them, you know, the entries. Um, 11.30pm for the 1st of January, 10.15pm, 2nd, 9.50 on the 3rd, uh, 11.40 on the 4th, uh, uh, 10.30 on the 5th, 9.20 on the 6th. It's very detailed, Paul. It's quite extraordinary, really. It's, it's kind of extraordinary in that, yeah, this one year I've got a really comprehensive diary. And uh, and then, never again. One would have presumed that I would have at least started a 1991 diary. Uh, but uh, it's yet to show its face, if so. Oh dear, Paul. Well, uh, I hope you'll share more from it. Yes, I will. Yes, I will, definitely. Uh, I think, yes, we're up to the 7th of January. Uh, but anyway, before we do that, how are you doing? 
Oh, I'm doing fine, yes. Not much to report, just tinkering around in the laboratory. And uh, how's, um, how's dating going? How's Milo? Oh, yes, fine, 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 good, yes, 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 uh, yes. But anyway, <laughs> um, what about you, Paul? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, we really must go and see Ick later. Keep putting it off. Uh, haven't seen him again for a few days. To be fair, when I call him, he's always busy rushing around doing things with Uck, ferrying him off to various true crime conferences. Oh, yes, true crime. Yes, he's very interested in that. Yes, I don't know if I should be worried. Oh, I think you should be worried, Paul, yes. Oh, dear. What about Martin and Tallulah? Uh, have you have you seen them recently? Uh, I've seen Martin. Uh, I think, yes, I think he's been helping out quite a lot at um, her, her music school, uh, you know, doing odd jobs around the house as well as, you know, just to help out. Well, that's good. Well, that's nice. That's kind of, you know, what a good son should be doing. How often do you do that, Paul, for your mother? <laughs> well, not very often, but then... Some, I, I do have an excuse, though. No, yes, Paul, you do your poor leggies. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Bettina and August, have we heard much from them? Bettina and August, I, I feel like they were travelling somewhere again. Going for a trip, you know... Maybe Paris on the Eurostar. Is that possible now? Uh, I, I guess so. I think so. I think so. Things are sort of opening up. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, I was hoping we'd talk to the regulars a bit. Uh, oh, Yeti Uncle John, what's he doing? More photographs, I suppose. Oh, yeah, well, yes, I'm sure. I did see him around. If you were... Uh, um, do you want me to go and find him so we can talk to him? Is he in the house? Yes, Paul, he's in the house somewhere. I know he is. Yeah, if you will. Maybe I can read the first couple of entries of the diary. And then, um, yeah, we can, uh, we, we, we can uh, talk to him, find out what he's doing. Yes, that's okay. I'll, I'll go and do that. I'll go and fetch him. All right. And I'll read Sunday the 7th of January 1990 to the listeners. Um, hello, more ear torture today, goody goody, uh, ear problems, <laughs> um, it made me feel pretty whacked and irritable all day, it looks like both Graham and I will be off to the doctors, oh he's got it as well, this morning I finished watching Jekyll and Hyde on the video and completed my history in rough, typed it whilst watching a bit of an American horror film I videoed last night, The House, or the house that would not die, I think it's called. Gosh, you think I would know? Um, I've never heard of that film. <laughs> after Land of the Gi oh, After Land of the Giants, quite good this week. The Creed, that's the name of the episode. I don't remember what that one's about. Uh, and the Omnibus of EastEnders. Yes, I used to watch EastEnders around this time. I don't know when I started. Probably in the late eighties. Um, after the sort of initial, uh, like. Angie and Den, who were the original landlords of the Queen Vic. Uh, it was sort of uh, a later, slightly later. Um, I think I watched a couple of episodes around at Nick's house and uh, it inspired me. I, I watched it for a while, probably up until about late, well, autumn 92, when I went to university. I 
stopped watching quite a few things because I didn't have great TV reception. Um, but, uh, yeah, so definitely early 1990, I was, de I was definitely watching it. Yeah. Um, after Land of the Giants and the Omnibus of EastEnders, I completed and printed out my history, my history project on green and yellow paper. I hope Mr. Layton appreciates the colour scheme. <laughs> Mr. Layton was my history teacher. Um, he was a... He was a an interesting teacher because he, he's the only teacher I, I remember that sort of slowly treated you more adult as you got older. So, like, when when you were lower down the school, he was quite strict or quite sort of, uh, I wouldn't say unfriendly, but he was definitely treated you differently. But by the time you were in the sixth year or whatever, he treated you like an adult, which is, which is just quite an unusual but not necessarily a bad way of teaching, I think quite a good way you sort of appreciated it, I suppose. It sort of uh, took you sort of towards how you'd be treated when you went to university, where, where you know, you'd be treated as an adult. Well, you were an adult by that point, but uh, green and yellow paper. I, I used to go to a, there was a um, stationer's near a record shop. I forgot the name of the stationer's and the record shop, but it was quite close to Paperback Parade. Uh, the bookshop that Nick and I always go on about, and not that far from where Nick worked at um, NSS or Four Boys. I mean, it was the same newsagent, but it got bought out. I think Four Boys bought out NSS. Might be the other way around. I was always going into that station as for paper for printing out my stories on, or folders, or uh, yeah, I, I was a I was a real um, I was a real fanboy for stationery back in those days. Um, after this, it says, after I printed out my history project, a lane rang. My tape had arrived at the wrong house. Oh, dear. Oh, yes, we used to do audio tapes, so presumably I sent her an audio tape. Well, you've, you've heard. Well, you haven't heard my tapes, but you've heard one of hers. Uh, it, but, yes, my tape had arrived at the wrong house. I did my maths and mucked it up whilst listening to my bangles tape, which, which really grows on you after a while. I should think so, too. It's one of my favourite albums to this day. Um, Dad later did his oh dear Dad later did his kind impression <laughs> sarcastic um, and helped me out helped me out with my maths helped me out listening to the bangles tape um, I did about a paragraph of square one and got behind on my plans I hope I can get off school because of my ear so as to catch up <laughs> I don't know that would have been the start of a t like a new term so not a good time to skip a day at school, you know. Andrew R. rang. That's Andrew, who now lives in Berlin, who we talked to him and his daughter. Andrew R. rang. Oh, <laughs> this is when his brother was born. Uh, the baby will be known as John, as in Pertwee, and is home from the hospital. I met, I met Andrew's brother, John, uh, or Jonathan, a few years later when I was doing Sutton Park, and he was in some episodes in about 1994 or 1995, around that time anyway, one of the long walks that Andrew and I did. Apparently Andrew R. was pretending to be a Satanist to one of our mutual friends, um, jokingly, but uh, uh, I had a bath, ain't life fun, I say. We'll go on to the next day. Uh, no sign of itty Uncle John or Promity. Uh, <laughs> I wrote this one at 9.30 on Monday, January the 8th, 1990. Ear, ear, matey. Ow. Still having ear problems, obviously. How are you? Well, my my ear still bloody well throbs. No pain, 
spared folks. Not back to school today because of it. Let's hope the pain will fade once it's better. Uh, Graham and I went to the doctors this morning. We played Trivial Pursuit whilst... Uh, 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 then my pen, my pen runs out. I, I, put, I had to change pens. The other one was killing me. This one isn't much better. Oh, didn't run out. It seemed it was digging into my finger or something. I won Trivial Pursuit after I repaid his cheating with a bit of my own. He then hit me in the ear, Mum. Honest... We listened again to that great Bangles tape that lives up to its name. Well, it's called Everything. I got some pills at the doctor's which ain't helping yet. Read quite a bit of Misery, that's the Stephen King book, up to page 164 so far. I'm reading a Stephen King book at the moment. Reading one from 2021 called Later, which I'm enjoying. It's in an, like on a, a crime book imprint. Uh, and it is sort of got a sort of thriller crime theme to it. But there's a a heavy supernatural side to that book where a character can see dead people and it doesn't really mention that or I don't feel like it mentions it that much. It certainly pushes it more as a thriller or a crime book but I think you'd be quite surprised if you were expecting sort of detectives and, um, you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes or whatever you were expecting. don't think you'd be expecting uh, dead people, like talking to living people. Um, I, I mean, that isn't a bad thing as far as I'm concerned, but, yeah... Um, uh, read quite a bit of misery up to page 164 so far. The Doctor, Davis, not Davison, or even Peter, uh, Dr. Davis, who we saw, got Graham to give a sample. And I've got to go, a sample of what? Oh dear. <laughs> a sample of his ear. <laughs> I'm confused here. I've got to go back in ten days. I've given my paper round of rest for two weeks until the bug passes. Bye-bye, Cash. Bye-bye, early mornings. <laughs> well, so, yeah. One good thing. My ear really feels bunged up. I nearly finished my maths project today. Must get tomorrow off to catch up on DT, etc. On DT? I don't know. What's DT? Uh, something else I've mentioned. Probably some writing. Square one completed episode 26 and page four of the contents. A good sign. Wrote to Auntie and Alex, etc. Uh... Mind warped by illness. What? No post. There's probably thank you letters from Christmas, I suppose. Uh, I watched Ironside today. Quite good. New girl in it, though. Fran, yawn. Uh, best F I've seen, though. Couldn't understand much of it, though. No phone calls. May go and live in Merton Axbridge. What? And it says that's the name of the town in the Nigel Wormsley book. <laughs> I'm starting to... Clearly starting to live in... in uh, in my, my own imagination, which is, is no surprise, I'll read one more day, and then we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what's going on. Hopefully, if Uncle John will have showed up, maybe he's gone down the pub again. No, so Tuesday, 9th of January, nineteen ninety, ten p.m. Back again. Doesn't look like I'll get off tomorrow due to handing in of the project. Get, get off school. Uh, maybe Thursday because my ear is absolutely throbbing. A bit better, perhaps. This morning I slept in, read Misery up to page 262, uh, almost 100 pages today. We'll read the rest later. Tom and Poppy came to bed with me. They were cats. Tom was ginger, Poppy was grey. Yeah, my constant companions throughout the 80s. Well, Tom and Jerry came to live with us in 81 and Poppy came to us in 77, so yeah. I cooked my breakfast around 10.20 
and Mrs. Besant came. Mrs. Besant used to help in the garden. I watched a programme on Channel 4 with lots of nice pictures, landscapes and music. It was good. Then I made Mrs. B a cup of coffee and chatted until 12.30. I don't know where Mum was, but it says Mum came home and we had vegetarian pizza and chips and a creamy thing. In the afternoon, I finished doing that film. I finished doing that film, watching it, I mean. The house one. Oh, right. I, yes, the house one I mentioned. Not bad. I then I then got to work on episode 27 of Square One Recruit and got Nigel off on a new footing for his move on up to the good life. Or so he thinks, poor sod. <laughs> I rung Harry. He gave me a bit of info. I got an A on my RE project, which is pretty brilliant. Then I rung Miss, Mrs Bryn about Writer's Circle, about Junior Writer's Circle, uh, on Saturday, sorry, Friday the 19th, 7 to 9-ish, after exams. Um, Nick rung, said the tape would be ready on Saturday, so when I go in for the board meeting, I'll collect it. His friend Russell rang about Lost in Space videos. Must write to him. Rung Paul 2, that must be Paul H, in Bath, never rung back. Had one myself. Oh, got some post. Two from Canada, one from Jeanette. Um, yeah, I think I used the very bottom of the di- diary, the very, very, very bottom tiny line to write myself reminders to do things. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Oh, those two. I don't know what they've, where they've got to. some diary somewhere. It's Uncle John, what are you doing? What? What are you doing? Well, just trying to find my diaries. Why, why do you want to find your diaries? Well, you know, Paul. Paul's reading his diaries. Maybe some people would be interested in my diaries. What, from 1990? I might have kept them. I mean, I might have written them. I, I can't remember. Are you a keen diary keeper or a writer? Well, uh, I don't remember ever writing a diary, but it's a very vague possibility that maybe I did and I've just forgotten. It's a long time ago, 1990. Well, yes, it is a long time ago. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, you know, uh, you could always start a diary now, and then in 30 years' time, people might want to hear them. Oh, 30 years' time? I'm not sure I'll still be here in 30 years' time, Cromarty. Not unless you can find an elixir. Well, you know, maybe I can invent one. 
Yes. Uh, thinking about it, I wonder, does, is there any need for me to uh, to try and find a diary when we've got pools? It's possible that there might be people who are interested in some of this, you know, by way of social history, you know, outside of the podcasting remit. I wonder. Uh, I, I, I bet there must be a radio station that would pay for things like this. A radio station? Yeah, maybe like a community radio station. What, Paul's diaries? Paul's recordings? Yes, yes. Well, well, yeti, Uncle John, that's unusual of you to want to help Paul. Well, yes, well, obviously, if uh, somebody is interested, then uh, I'd want a commission. Um, yes. Paul wanted you to come and listen to him reading. Oh, what, the diaries? Well, yes, if you're going to try and market him beyond the podcast, then uh, perhaps you should. I've just got to ring this radio station. Give me five minutes. All right, all right. Oh, dear, oh, dear. before I read any more of the diary, I think perhaps I might just uh, share with you a Sutton Park clip. Seems like a good time. Um, I keep meaning to put on more quizzes, but, uh, um, well, uh, I've got so much Sutton Park to get through. I, I, I kind of enjoy editing into the show because I, I get to revisit it, all this stuff that I've completely forgotten from so many years ago, not as long ago as the diary, but... Uh, Anyway, look, I'll put the Southern Park clip on and when we come back, I'll hopefully have found out where Cromarty's got to and what, you know, and maybe it's Uncle John as well. Yeah, OK. Have a listen to this clip and enjoy it. It's uh, from Southern Park from way back in the 1990s. Hello, Uncle John. Hello,
pay your viewers at Hampton Court. Weather's not as good as it was on the train. It was, uh, as you saw, possibly it was quite sunny, but it's overcast now, but still not raining. So, uh, Cobbity and I are going to head, wander around, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, go and have a look at the maze and things. Uh, last, when we were last here, it was the summer, of course. Apparently, Cromarty was here about that same time as well. So we both know the area, and it's somewhere we associate with someone, you know, nice and peaceful. And it's got, it was nice seeing Harry yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, my mum's birthday today. Yes, yeah, she's uh, 21. Again. Oh, it is very wintry here. When we were here last, it was very tree with leaves and flowers. And my Helena was here. Oh, come on, Cromarty. We, we are on a day trip, please. Especially forgetting about things like that. Oh, of course, I, I, of course. Let's just go and see if we can find any winter blooming flowers. <laughs> Why is that only half a tree? Look, it's, it's low budget. Ah, low budget. Mm. Oh, just a minute. What? I think uh, I think Paul and come to you here. Oh, don't 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 spoil their day. Come on. Oh, I've got to talk to Paul. Oh, where's that troll gone? I don't know. Oh bloody hell, spared nothing looking for Paul. I don't want him going walk about. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gloves are covered. I've never put my gloves on, otherwise I'll get confused between if I'm Paul or whether I'm a, a thing. Yes. Me. The beautiful Heather. Did I use no girl because Heather? No, I didn't know. Yeah, it's uh, actually it's a lot quieter than we came this summer. Um, which is a good thing, really. It's uh, nice and relaxing. After the week at work, with vampires and things. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I was a bit worried about comedy for a minute. He seemed to be getting a bit depressed the fact that all the flowers were dead, but it is the winter. But he's found a few uh, sort of uh, wintry heathers and mosses and things. And he's quite happy. Um, I think he's picked up some gardening tips from Golden Garden and Ramesses. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Comedy, there's some ye yellow things over here. Don't know if they're going into things. Comedy? They are very nice, pretty things. Like it is spring. Meanwhile, where's your um, where's your troll? Where's Hampton gone? Oh yeah, I, I found I, him. Uh, I, well, I can leave you, you two. He nearly fell down the uh, rungs of a chair again. Look, look. Not even Peggy Jones can escape the rock of Sutton Park. Oh, She's dear. been turned into a seat. God. Hey, um. Well, if you two are back together, I'll, I'll pop away. I'm in the as I'm the narrator, I shouldn't be here too much. I know. I'll let you discuss things, okay? Uh, Paul and Cromarty are on their way, so don't hang around too long if you don't want to see them. Or if you do want to see them, well, do hang around. Oh, blimey. Gosh. What you got there? Where's he gone? Where's he gone? He's, oh. he's gone. I know, we're waiting for Paul. Huh. Just, hey, uh, oh, he's gone down the other way. He's not coming down this way. He's gone around the other side of the maze. Um, Should we go through that way? No, that's the way the narrator went. He's beckoning for the cupboard, I think. So, well, no, the narrator would go after Paul, surely, because he's got to follow Paul and say what's going on. Uh, okay. Paul, it is the maze. Well done, well found. <laughs> Great. Hiya, in the maze. Yeah, last time I was here with, with Graham, he got out there a long time before I did. But, uh, we didn't go to Longleat last year, so uh, I think uh, Hampton Court Maze seems to be our newly adopted maze. But, uh, oh, blind. Oh, 
I've lost Cromarty. Oh no. He's gone running off, walking off. Oh dear. Oh, flowers. No, ow. Which way now? I must choose my career. Oh dear. I've lost Mr. Freeman. Oh, that's a bit of a. Oh, it's a dead end. I can get through the bars. Oh, I haven't seen comedy yet. Oh. Oh, I've got myself stuck in the mess. Literally stuck in the mess. Oh, I shouldn't have tried to get through the hedge. It's got to my head. Is it I, Ben? Yes. Avenger Ben, Avenger Hen. Look at my new costume. Yes. Oh yes, and my trusty companion. What is your name? Ultra Owl. Ultra Owl. We are excited to revenge um, Arnold's death. Yes. Let us go. I think that Paul is nearby. Get off. Perhaps I can go that way. I'm sure this maze seems bigger since last time. Yes. Uh, which way? Oh, this way. That's not a comedy. I lost Ben. Where's the Avenger hen? Hen! Oh, what a twit tool I am. And so the centre of the maze, waiting to trap Paul and his evil friends. Da -da 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 -da. I must be more quiet about this, it gives myself away. Da -da 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 -da. Where's your way out? Oh, I'll do the cheating way and go out this way. Paul, stop. Coverty, hi. Yeah, I think so. so um, tea, dressing coffee. Um, I don't think we're going to go into the centre of the of the maze. It's been really near now for about half an hour. I think I had the same problem last time when we were found the centre. We're going to head out. I think we've seen the exit sign. Oh, I believe that's what you want to do, Com. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that would be best. We'll uh, go out and have a go in the other gardens. You've got to go and see your friends and your relatives and things and have a good holiday as well. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck in here for the whole holiday. There's no side. No side of Paul. No side of my, uh, my sidekick. I've got a new one. Power Panda. Power Panda. I'm going to kill Paul. What are you want? No, he's went to the other one. He got lost. My watch is going all funny, Cromarty. It doesn't quite matter. Hello. Got out of the maze. I'm sure my watch has gone funny. I'm sure it's early. I can't understand. It's actually... We went into the maze about... Two o'clock or something. And it's now quarter to one or something. Which is a bit bizarre. Maybe my watch is wrong anyway. Uh, you alright, Cromarty? God, we didn't get to the centre. It was just pointless. Like a thing with no point. 
Did this little squiggle? <laughs> oh, ooh. Oh my crobity, I don't believe it. Of all the people to be here, it's Lee Freeman, the viewer of Sutton Park. I bet he knew we were going to come. He could have pretend innocent. Hello. I said hello. He's pretending to forget us. <laughs> it is that person. Uh, Oi, Mr. Freeman. You know me? Oh, don't be stupid. Of course you know me. Sutton Park, you're the Sutton Park viewer, aren't you? Huh? He's playing silly devil, he's a, he's a right little... Oh, I don't know, he's just knocking around. Oi! Don't walk away, if you're going to turn out, if you, want to, you obviously want to appear in the episode. What are you talking about? Can you want to stop filming me? Lee? I don't mind. Have I offended you? Have I offended you? I must have offended him. Oi, come on, mate. If we got no hard feelings and all that. I don't. You can be annoying. Hard you can be annoying. You can be annoying sometimes, but I don't mind. I don't mind you being on Sutton Park. What are you talking about annoying? You I've never even met you. Oh, look, this is stupid. Yes, it is stupid. Yes. It is stupid. Grown up man like you wandering around with a video camera. Filming people. Oh, is it some sort of Jeremy Beadle prank? Is that what it is? Piss off! Really doesn't seem to recognise us. Maybe I either got amnesia or something, or well, there's something definitely different about him. Cromarty, what do you think? There's something odd going on here. Oh, there is something definitely wrong. Just a minute. What time is it, Paul? Um, it, it, it's um, I don't know because my watch has gone fine. We went into the maze at about two o'clock. What is the time now? Well, my watch says that just before two o'clock. That'd be impossible, wouldn't it? Is there a possibility that somehow, in the maze, we... Well, that we're not in the... We, we either went back in time or... Would it be possible that we might be in some other dimension? Oh, com comedy, I, I don't see how that could be. No, no, I sensed something was strange. But as we came through the gates... Yeah, I must admit, there was that sort of flash, wasn't there? Yes, exactly. And it is before two o'clock. It was... I mean, that bloke, Mr. Freeman, he could have been mucking around, but he could have been genuine. He might not have known us. Oh my goodness, you don't think... It seems a possibility, Paul. We need to confirm it, but it does seem like a possibility. My watch definitely seems to be actually working, working. But it's definitely before two o'clock. Oh, viewers. would seem that something strange has gone on. As, as Comity says, we, we, we will have to confirm it, but it does appear we're in another dimension. Or at least somewhere very, somewhere very different. We're going to have to find Lee Freeman, catch up with him. Whether he knows us or not, maybe he'll be able to tell us something about where we are. Oh God, this had to happen to us, didn't it? It's bloody typical.
well, Paul. Uh, how's it going? Uh, just played the listeners a Sutton Park clip. I wondered where you got to. Ah, uh, well, I, I did find Ditty Uncle John, but uh, well, he's come up with a number of ideas. You might be interested in them. I'm not sure you know Ditty Uncle John's ideas. Mm, yes. Are they suspect? There is a certain amount of suspectness to them, yes. Um, well, he was looking for his own diaries. You know, one. I think he's, you know, hearing you reading the diaries, or at least knowing that you're doing it, um, it's made him wonder whether he couldn't make something out of a diary that he has kept. I never even realised that Yeti Uncle John kept a diary. I don't think, I don't think Yeti Uncle John is sure whether he did or not, but he's determined to look. But anyway, he wasn't having much luck. And then he had another idea. Uh, right. What was that? Well... He seemed to think that there must be a radio station or something out there, maybe a community radio station, who would be interested in not necessarily every entry, but, but certain entries. You know, um, you know these radio stations, they need uh, material. Uh, what he was thinking, perhaps we could repackage some of these diary entries for, 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 for a radio show. I don't know, it's all very well putting it on a podcast where the listeners at least know me, and, and it's, and, you know, they're always saying that, you know, certain podcasts that listeners uh, are interested in finding out about the hosts of the show, and, and this is this is it, here and now. Yes, Paul, yes, I know what you mean, that the listeners who've been following the show for many years might find it intriguing, but uh, maybe not the whole world. I'm afraid so. <laughs> uh, I, bet he, uh, I bet he was hoping to make a quick buck off it. Oh, well, yes, I would be surprised if they really paid anything. Uh, you know, they would probably see it that if, if they were if they were interested, that uh, it was giving you some publicity for for the podcast, for whatever. I don't know that a lot of these shows have a big budget. No, no, you're quite right. Even if they were interested, well, they wouldn't pay for it. No, no. So he's not going to come and listen then? Oh, he said he would, but he was going to ring around a couple of stations. Oh, well. Um, shall I read some more? Yes, Paul, I'll sit here and listen. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I missed those earlier ones, but I can catch them, catch up with them when you release them uh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're up to Wednesday the 10th of January, 1990. I've still got a bad earache and I've had a couple of days off school. This diary entry was written at 9.45pm. Oh, look, I say. I've been writing this diary for 10 days. For an anniversary present, I got diarrhoea. What? <laughs> this is too much information, Paul. You really did have it bad. I did. Earache and then diarrhoea. Gosh, what was wrong with me? 1990 is very, very, very busy, isn't it? Yes, well, maybe you should tell Big Fatty. Does he take short stories from 1990? I'm really not sure. Uh, I, I spelt it right. Apparently, yes, um... Oh, well, I say. Mum says you spell it that way. Yes. Diarrhea, it's a very difficult word to spell. Yes, Paul. Can we move on now? Yes, yes. I do go to school tomorrow. What? I go, eek, brain-dead kid. I did go to school today, I meant. Um, I got through it okay. Ear even seemed better until tonight. I won't bother you with the bloody repetitive routine, only I visited the bog a lot and... Mr Layton, the history teacher, said he liked my coursework, even on yellow and green paper. 
letters, I got a Shangri-La thing, uh, somebody called Paul, who I wrote to, who must have written to me and always wrote very short letters. Uh, and perhaps he wasn't necessarily my most exciting pen pal. Uh, I won't say his surname, in case he's out there. Andrew Reid sent part seven of Persecution. Uh, that was a story that he and I wrote alternate episodes of. Oh, I'm not going to school tomorrow. Hurrah! Friday is a half day too. I'm collecting my Blake 7 video then. Tom is sitting on me now. Oh, that's the cat. Um, I've just been writing to Auntie Jessie in the lounge. Not Auntie Jessie wasn't in the lounge. I was writing the letter in the lounge. It's a hard life. Only a page of square one tonight. There's a course, square one being the story about Nigel that I was writing. Lots of phone calls tonight. I hope I didn't do these outside, not with my earache. Lots of phone calls tonight. Andy rang. Uh, he met Heather today and got a number of goodies. Heather was another Doctor Who fan, who we still sort of know of, but uh, all these years later. And Andy, I saw him the other day at Nick's house, um, although we didn't record with him this time. Um, she was a Doctor Who fan, as was Andy. So when, when I say um, Heather gave Andy a number of goodies, probably meant she gave him some Doctor Who videos. Uh, I must send some blank tapes down. I rung Harry to explain my absence to her and then rung Nick to update him and Heather was out, so I called Andrew R, who who is anti-Doctor Who just now. <laughs> Turns out there's not going to be any new Doctor Who in 1990 or until 1996, but we didn't know it at the time. Probably a good time to be anti it, but... Lee rung, we got cut off mid-call by a funny crossed line. Same with Andrew R's call. Lee's always fun to talk to. Paul H still hasn't rung. <sighs> dear. Um, off to read Misery. I haven't finished Misery yet. Dear, oh dear. Um, let's, uh, let's read another one. You all right with another one, Cromarty? Yes, Paul, continue. Um, Thursday, 11th of January. 10.30. Uh, a pretty boring day. Didn't go out, didn't get on with much. Right. Oh, yeah, didn't go to school today. Might see about it tomorrow. I do really want to go because I could do some shopping, etc. Oh, it's because it was a half day. I don't know why it would have been a half day. Uh, training? Staff training? I'll see. Got a letter from Radio Oddstock, so I must have a look at that. Also Doctor Who magazine. I'm going to write to a bloke from it, I think, despite having too many pen friends as it is. None quite as good as the early Lee Andrew, etc. ones. Uh, yeah, I had I got lots of really good pen pals when I first started getting pen pals a couple of years before this. There have been a few exceptions. No phone calls at all today. We used to talk on the phone so much back in these days. Now, you're lucky if you can... I think I only ever ring my mum. Uh, um, and who else? Well, in lockdown, I talked to Nick, I talked to Joe, and I talked to Paul H. And, uh, you know, that was a, that was quite a sort of, you know, planet in advance. Oh, I talked to my friend from University, Kerry. But I used to talk to everybody on the phone back in those days. You know, nice long chats. I miss that. Um, no phone calls at all today after yesterday's explosion of sound. I pretended to revive a bit. Oh, no, I pretended to revise a bit. Uh, that would be for exams. I did read something on mice. For what subject? I'm now reading Carrie. Ah. Uh, watch telly today. Some of the soaps. A few funnies. One done by Verity Lambert. May to December. Um, 
uh, Verity Lambert was the first producer of Doctor Who. I don't know that I knew she had anything to do with From May to December, but there we go. Monty Python 2, with that excellent sci-fi sketch. I don't Sci-fi sketch? I've forgotten that. And then something called One Foot in the Grave, which was rather funny. <laughs> and the title theme was sung by Eric Idle of, Mo- of Monty Python. Of course, One Foot in the Grave became quite famous. I don't know whether it was new at this point. Um, on the square one front, I muddled through and completed the first draft of that episode. Must complete it tomorrow. In the afternoon, I had to look after Graham, which was bloody awful. He went to the doctors twice and had to, and I had... I can't read this. He had to have a pill stuck up his bottom. Um, he obviously had something completely different from what I had. Is that because he... Uh, I think he's allergic to penicillin. I, I don't know. Um, wonders never cease, I say. I hope he gets better, even though he is a pain. And he hit my bad ear several times and put me behind in my work. <laughs> P.S. Mum went for an interview at the library today. The rude word didn't give it to her. Goodness, Paul. It's all drama in these diaries. It jolly well is. Maybe your Uncle John is right. Maybe, you know... Maybe this is exactly what internet radio needs, with Paul. But you know, you you are sharing this with the podcast. They should come here, not to not to some other channel. No, you have a point. You have a point. I think I'll go and look and see if uh, uh, if he's finished on the radio. Uh, okay. Yeah, you do that. I want to ring Ick. Yes, Paul. Uh, ring Ick. I'll do that. Listeners, we're gonna ring Ick. Haven't heard from him in days. Uh, here we go. It's me, Paul. How are you, Ick? Oh, I haven't heard from you in days. Uh, no, I've, I've been quite busy. Oh, recording the podcast, I suppose. Yes, yes, I'm sure you've been very busy with... Uh, uh, we, do, we don't like to get in the way. Well, you know, all you have to do is give me a call. There's always plenty of space here for you to come for, for tea. You know, Ark has a bedroom of his own if he wants to be reading his true crime books. Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, I, I don't know, I... I, I we, we, we're never sure. We're, ne- we're never sure. I don't like to invite myself. Well, Paul, you mustn't think of it like that. Our doors are always open. Even when they're closed, they're still open. Ah, uh, right, yes, sure. I mean, to be to be honest, everyone's been quite busy. Uh, Cromarty is he's here. Uh, I've just been reading my diaries to the listeners. Oh, golly, how, how exciting they must be. Literally, uh, uh, yes, they must literally be. They must be. Definitely. I, I, I'd say so. So you're with Cromarty? And where's your Uncle John? Oh, your Uncle John's making a cunning plan, as usual. Oh, I'm sure he is, yes. And who else? Uh, Martin's uh, over at Tallulah's a lot, helping with DIY, and obviously August and Bettina are doing their own thing. Uh, I think We think they've gone away somewhere. Oh, yes, they have. Yes. I, I dropped them off. They're in Tenerife. Tenerife. Oh my goodness. I have to get you to drop me off somewhere luxurious sometime. Well, you know, Paul, you only have to ask. So how long are they in Tenerife for? When do they even leave? Well, about two or three days ago. Um, they're not due back for a couple of weeks. Is this their honeymoon or is this just 
a, a second honeymoon or, or, or just a, a, a bit of fun? I don't know, Paul. I don't question it. I'm not sure it's a honeymoon. I've already had that. Uh, yeah, good point. Look, I better go. I've got to get the tea on. Got to get the tea on. All, all right. Well, we, we must meet in person. I mean, we're so close. You know, we're just, we're just a field between us. Yes. I haven't seen any yoga vampires out there recently. No, it's all gone a bit quiet, but I'm sure, I'm sure we'll hear more soon. Yes. Oh dear, well, I'll speak to you. I'll speak to you soon, Paul. All right. Thanks, Hick. Um, yeah, let's put a date in the diary. Have a think. Text me. I will, Paul. I will. I will. Bye now. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye, missus. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're saying goodbye. John, I think it's time for you to come and listen to Paul. He's uh, uh, he, he he's keen for you to be there. Uh, yeah, all right, comedy shush now. I'm, I'm just about to be put through. Oh, what? You found a radio station that wants to take Paul's diary extracts? Oh, I found quite a few that don't, but this one this one might do. Sounds quite promising. Oh, right, yes, yes. What's it called? Oh, it's Radio Dal FM. What? Radio Dal FM. Yes, they specialise in really boring things. I'm hoping that they might take some of his poems as well. Oh, dear Uncle John. No, 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 it's to help you know, people, insomniacs, who, who can't get to sleep. You know, they listen to things, it, it makes them bored and they fall asleep. And I thought Paul's diary extracts and, and, you know, all of his poems would be perfect on this channel. I don't think Paul would be very pleased about that. Oh, well, well, you know, I'll just, let, me just, let me just have a listen. Oh, hello. Hello, Radio Dial FM. Yes, I just wondered. Got some, I've got some poems and, uh, and some diary entries. Yeah, a friend of mine reading from his diary from 1990. We wondered if you'd be interested in it. You, you, you would do. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very dull. Absolutely, very dull. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll send you some samples. I can put you in touch. Uh, by the way, uh, is, how much uh, how much would you pay for something like this? Yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, biscuits is fine. Yeah, I like biscuits. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be in touch. All right, thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. 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 Ah, oh, you Rika. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, you can't do it. They're interested, though. They'll pay him. They'll pay him in biscuits. Well, you know, I suppose it's better than nothing. Oh, oh come on, let's go and uh, let's go and speak to him. Uh, I want to tell him all the good news. Oh dear, oh dear, I'm not sure he'll take this well. 
Oh, don't be silly. He'll be, he'll be fine about it. Well, listeners, um, I'm uh, going to uh, read you uh, uh, two or three more entries before the end of the show. Um, but first, I think it's time for another Sutton Park clip. Um, and, um, yeah, let's listen to a bit more of what we were listening to before uh, from, from Sutton Park from, from the 1990s. <laughs> yes. Something awful has happened. Um, but well, two of the awful things have happened. I just saw Mr. Freeman being dragged out of the maze by somebody. He was screaming and shouting. There was some bloke. Who was, I don't know. He, he seemed to be threatening him. I don't know what's going on. He seemed to be quite arguing about something. But another thing I'm worried about is that there's no sign of Paul or that friend of his. Um, it's confused me. I, I've had a look, good look around the maze, and um, there's just no sign of Paul or Comedy. Where are they? I think I know. I, I have a nasty feeling that as I was leaving the maze, I saw some sort of flashback. Not, not a flashback as in flashing back in, in, in old clips or anything. I saw, it was like one of those time warp things that I've read about. I have a nasty feeling that there was a, di- a dimensional interface that happened in the maze. Somebody must have set something up, like a trap for them or something, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I have a feeling that Paul and his friend have been transported to another dimension. Oh, bloody hell. I'm going to have to go and tell them, um, get some sort of message or something to uh, to his friends if I can, I don't know. Oh dear. This is bad news, very bad news. <laughs> very bad news indeed. <laughs> what's happened to Mr. Freeman? I've got to find out. Oh dear. I can't believe it! Paul! Daniel tries to get away from us! He's got stuck into another dimension! Can you believe it, Power Panda? Uh, yes, I, I, I just want to know what my predecessor. I know he's lost, but... Oh, I don't know. We can't worry about him. I can't... I, 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 I don't want to find out that I'm going to get the same, you know. Oh, I don't know. He wasn't very good anyway. Oh, we can't get Paul now. We can't get into the dimension well, after him. There's, what do we... There's only one thing for it, then, uh, Avenger Hen. What? We must fly <laughs> away! Yeah. Fly away! Flee! Flee! Fly! Uh, I'll do it again. Fly! <laughs> I can't do it! Fly! Meanwhile, in the other dimension, meanwhile, things are happening. So, are you ready, Paul? <laughs> We've got to find Mr. Freeman. Think even that away. <laughs> Come on. You're right, Comity. We've got to get a... <sighs> Oh, I wonder what sort of dimension this is. Obviously one where I, he doesn't recognise me. 
Oh god, god, I wonder if I've still got my room in Birmingham. I wonder if I'm stranded. No, it wasn't a thing like that. Oh, wait for me, Crumpty. Wait for me. Meanwhile, slightly ahead, Mr. Freeman continues exploring Hampton Court. But of course, this is the other dimension, Lee Freeman. And from now onwards in Sutton Park... You know from these weirdos with cameras? Don't worry. Go away. As I was saying, from now onwards, the next few episodes on Sutton Park, everything will be set in this other dimension. Well, most of it anyway, don't get too confused. Anyway, back to the plot. It's about ten past two, Cromarty. I wonder what... There he is. He's over there. I'm going to be more careful about this, more quiet. Just follow him quietly, okay? I think that gate is locked, Paul. If you get over there, we can catch up with him. Okay, alright. Where do I get these gloves from? These aren't my gloves. Well, they are, but I don't think they Um, hello. It's me again. Um, I've got some green gloves on. And, um, but they're mine. And my name's Paul. Hello. Paul? Yes. Look, you might not know me, but I'd like to talk to you because I know you. Is that a threat? No. no I, 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 Sounds I'm, like one. Um, Where are we? Look, do you know uh, anyone? Nick, do you know? Do you know Nick Goodman? No. Elaine Bull. No. Um, I know your mum's name. That is a threat. I know your mum's name. I could. What's her name? Her name's Pam. Hey, look, if you're stalking me. I'm not. You're stalking me. What do you want? No, no. I, I, look, I'm lost. I need some help. It is true, we need some help. Because, no, Cromarty, uh, you might scare the man. Uh, look, we are, we are from another dimension. Don't tell him that, Cromarty. We are from another dimension and we are... No, 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 no please, Cromarty. Oh, yes. Why are you using a puppet and talking to yourself or something? I, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Oh, dear. Cromarty's stranger. No, 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 it, it, it is actually true. You're, you're doing ventriloquism. Uh, sort of. But, but your lips were moving. No, so no. So I know you were talking. But I was talking to you. No, you weren't. You're using a puppet. No. You're trying no, to get around me like some little kid at a dentist's or something. It's a Hello, real, little boy. It's a real lump. Um, you weren't. Piss off. Huh. You're mad. Go away. Go on. Huh. Before I call the authorities. What are we going to do? He's not going to. We can't convince him, Cromartie. We can't convince him. I don't know. Let's see if we can get out this way somewhere. I don't think I, I, think I just lost Paul. I think it is. I wonder if any other gates are. There's people over there. Maybe I can help them. Oh, you old gates. Yes. Oh, this gate looks open. Yeah. Oh. I wonder. He's still there. Keep away from me. Keep away. We're going this way. I don't know if I want to go this way. Maybe if. God, I need some help, and he's the only person I recognise so far. Oh. Oh, jeez. This is not good, Paul. What are we going to do? Who are we going to find who can help us? We need to know where we are. There is no sign of anyone we know except for him. Oh, and now we're in trouble with some deer. It's always dangerous to go close to the deer, especially in major... Oh, it's not them. That's so okay. He's still over there. I think we should follow him. I think we're going to have to, Cromarty. Maybe if he doesn't notice us. Maybe. 
Paula and Comity are in big trouble. But, meanwhile, back in the other dimension, the normal dimension, the news of Paul's disappearance is only just beginning to filter through. Ogala's son has spoken. Ogala is not chief of Pawnee. You are one that has betrayed us. Good grief, Clive. This is a bit violent for you, don't you think? Hmm? It's 11.46 a.m. I know it's only supposed to be cowboys and Indians, but they're talking about hurting each other. Oh, dear. It's not very friendly. Oh dear. In my days, they'd have those sort of programs on late at night. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Sutton Park of another dimension, Katrina Hortensia, the Katrina Hortensia of this dimension, not the one that we know and love. Meanwhile, in the other dimension, Sutton Park, Katrina Hortensia has just heard of Paul Chandler's appearance. Interesting. Very interesting. It would seem that someone new has entered this dimension. Yes. His name is Paul Chandler, I believe. Yes, it is very interesting, very interesting indeed. I have not heard of him myself, although I hear that in his own dimension he fights against Sutton Park. In this dimension I rule Sutton Park. I rule the world. Yes, well, this park anyway. And, um, yes, anyone who is, uh, would try to fight for good in any dimension is an enemy of mine. Yes, it should be easy, interesting and easy to, uh, yes, to watch him. Yes, I have my, uh, followers, many followers who can watch him as he progresses. Yes. It'll be interesting to see exactly what he does. I shall watch him before I kill him. Yes. <laughs> and what shows that how he got here? He must have slipped sideways into this dimension. I was not aware until recently that there were other dimensions, but... Uh, hmm. I wonder if there is a Katrina Hortensia in that dimension, and whether she is as strong as I. Hmm. Maybe I need to question him before I kill him. That would be interesting. Yes. If there is another Katrina Hortensia in this other dimension, and she's either more successful or less successful from her than me, I mean, yes, oh dear, I'm so confused. Uh, <clears throat> start again. Yes, if she is more successful or less successful than myself, I could find out how... Would you shut up? I'm trying to act. <clears throat> yes. She, we might, yes, yes, I might be able to discover the weaknesses or strengths of uh, this other Katrina and uh, build myself up. Yes, anyway, an interesting plot line to develop. We'll see about that. <laughs> right. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. So let me see. We're now on to Friday the 12th of January 1990. Uh, Dad's birthday. 
Oh, really? Not an especially memorable one. Everyone to uh, intent on Graham's illness, poor soul. I lent him my bangles tape. No rude comments as yet. He probably hasn't listened to much of it. I couldn't even afford a present this year due to lack of money uh, from the paper round. Mum got me something. I went to school today. It was only a morning due, a cathedral service, because it's the 100th anniversary of Bishop Wordsworth School tomorrow. Uh, we got three centennial mugs. I don't know what happened to that. Um, I wonder if my folks will get a centennial mug if I reach 100. I bet it won't reach 200, probably not even 101, the rate grammar schools are fading. It, well, no, the grammar school is still there. Um, in the afternoon, I dumped my... What did I do? I, dump, I dumped my bag at the office. Oh, well, my my, 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 cause my dad was working in Salisbury at the time. He had an office in Salisbury. So I, I dumped my bag at the office and went shopping with Harry. I, I thought I had no money. I had no money to buy my dad a present, and yet I had money to go shopping. I don't know what was going on there. I borrowed £5, and Nick didn't have my Blake 7 tape ready, so it'll be a Monday collection. God knows when I'll... Goodness knows when I'll manage to see it. I went back to Harry's house and played computer... played computer games, then came home on the bus. Graham was off school sick, so no lift from Mum. After tea, I watched a film called Frog Dreaming and videoed it. Kez had mentioned it. She was my Australian pen friend. It had two girls from Neighbours, Bronwyn, played by Rachel Friend, and Lucy Robinson's old mate, but it also starred Katie Manning, who played Joe Grant in Doctor Who. Uh, oh, Katie Manning, lovely Katie Manning. Um, a good person to follow on Twitter. Uh, um, I, had a, I had a bath, watched Campion. That was a detective show with Peter Davison. And Colin Sandwich. Uh, that was Colin Sandwich was a sitcom, with I think with with Mel Smith. I think. Uh, also, wrongly, I completed episode twenty eight of Square One, but didn't get it all printed. Complaints from the management. Uh, I called Nick, and Paul, more tomorrow, Mrs Bryn. Uh, Stuart wrote care, wrote to cares. I wrote to um, and, and so I wrote various other other letters. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So much squished onto these uh, uh, the, the, these uh, uh, some of these entries. I can't read. I, it's difficult to read. Um, Paul, Paul. Uh, uh, I've got some good news for you. Uh, oh, uh, yes, uh, he has news for you, Paul. Oh, I wonder where you got to, your Uncle John. I've been reading the uh, diaries. I thought you'd be interested, considering it's family history. Uh, y yes, I, I guess so. Um, anyway, I am interested. Yes, Paul, he is interested. Are you now? What's been going on? Uh, Cromarty mentioned something about... Um, Trying to get some of my diary entries on a radio station or something? Well, yes, Paul. Uh, many radio stations and internet radio stations are interested in things like this. Uh, I think they'd also be interested in your poetry for the same reason. Just need to package it up 
you know, uh, it means it, it, would, it would, you know, spread beyond just the podcast. I think that's a, that's a good thing, don't you? I think it's a very good thing, yes. Paul, wait before you get very excited um, because there, there is a but. There, there, there is a but. Yes, Paul, there, there is a but. I, I don't understand. Not Property, stop troublemaking. Paul, you'll be excited to hear this news. You'll be excited. Uh, yeah, I have a radio station that is very interested in your poems and in your diary entries and probably a lot of other things you've got that you might want to record for them. Well, that's marvellous, Yeti Uncle John, marvellous. But, but, Cromarty, why are you not so uh, enthusiastic? <laughs> Yeti Uncle John, you need to tell Paul the name of the radio station. Oh, it's, uh, it's nothing. It's not important. Uh... Well, Cromarty seems to think it is. You're going to get paid, Paul. I am? I'm going to get paid? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you're going to get paid in biscuits, but uh, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Getting paid in biscuits sounds marvellous. <sighs> yes. Uh, do I get to choose the biscuits? Well, I'm sure you can negotiate, you know. Out of interest, what sort of biscuits would you uh, choose? Um, i I po- probably choose... What sort of cookies? Um... I don't know. Uh, you know, the older I get, the less fancy. Uh, the, 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 the simpler biscuits appeal more than they ever used to. Well, it's age for you, Paul. Your tastes get, get more simple. <sighs> Yeti Uncle John, you need to tell him the name of the radio station. Don't baffle him with mentions of biscuits. <laughs> what is the radio station? Uh, it's called Radio uh, Dull FM. <laughs> Radio Dull FM? What does that stand for? Uh, I'm not sure it stands for anything. Well, I mean, it does. It stands for what the word dull means. But Dull FM? Paul, uh, the radio station is called Dull FM. Apparently, it is a radio station for insomniacs. Everything they put out on the radio is meant to make the listener fall asleep for the insomniac listener. Oh, Oh, well, it may not sound positive, but don't forget you're getting paid in biscuits. Um, sure. Um, I'm not really sure what I think about this. No, I didn't think you would do, Paul. It's kind of insulting. But, but, but on the other hand, you know, uh, a real insomniac might take hours to fall asleep, even with something that's dull. But, Paul, do you want to admit that your poems and your diaries are dull? Oh, no, I don't think they're dull. Certainly not my poems. I mean, I think the, even the diaries have their moments. Well, I find them enjoyable. We already know that yet Uncle John is not so keen. I've not heard enough of your diaries. I think if it's family-related, I, I'm going to find it very interesting. But, uh, you know, um, your poems I'm, I'm less keen on, but that's just me. I don't like any poems. It's not like just your poems. I, do, I just don't like poems. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, oh, well, I guess it doesn't hurt to have sort of more of my material out there. Uh, we need to get a contract, though. Uh, I need to be able to negotiate about the biscuits. Yes, yes, Paul, it's fine. We'll make sure you get w- what you deserve. Uh, right, thank you. Cromarty mentioned that you were looking for diaries of your own. Did you find anything? No, I, I, I didn't. I'm it's kind of disappointed, really. I, it would it'd be nice to be able to read a diary and actually put in perspective things. I have all these different memories and it's difficult to link them up. I wonder if Bettina has, uh, uh, I wonder if Bettina has diaries. 
She really ought to put out an autobiography. Yes, well, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, her, her diaries would probably be mega exciting because of all the people she used to hang around with. She'd probably keep the insomniac sort of wake by being too exciting. Oh, yitty Uncle John. So where do we stand with the Shiloh podcast um, biography, yitty Uncle John? Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I'm having trouble with the formatting. Well, I, uh, I must admit, I've had problems with formatting books for self-publishing myself of late. So I, uh, I am sympathetic. Yes, well, it'll be out eventually. I, I just need to work out... You know, last time I, I managed to get the file loaded, but it was upside down. It was, uh, yeah, well, well, you got it loaded. That's more than I've been able to do on my last few tries. Yeah, well, it's difficult publishing, isn't it? It's really quite difficult. That's why radio and uh, podcasts are the way forward. Yes. <sighs> oh, look, listen, listeners, I think it's time for us to go. We've run out of time, listeners. I think we have. Um... So, yes, uh, I'll, I'll read a couple more entries from the diary at the end of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed hearing a few more of them. Um, yeah, it's all been quite interesting, hasn't it? I mean, as far as uh, this whole business with Radio Dull FM, I, I, I know it doesn't immediately seem that flattering, but it has potential. I think it has potential too, Paul. I, I'm amazed that you say this, Paul. Well, I don't want to be negative. Yet Uncle John's helping. It's 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 nice to see. He just wants a cut of the biscuits, I think. Oh, uh, well, obviously I would like some biscuits, but uh, I'm sure Paul would offer them out. Yes, of course. Uh, my biscuits are your biscuits, Yeti Uncle John, and yours, Cromarty. Oh, thank you, thank you. Make sure you get some chocolate bourbons. Chocolate bourbons? Mm, they've never been my favourite, but I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can negotiate at least a few packets for you. Oh, th- thank you so much, Paul. Anyway, listeners, um, we will have more episodes coming soon. But uh, yes, for now, that is it. Um, we didn't hear from quite as many of the uh, regulars as I was hoping, but at least we heard from Ick, as, as well as these two. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back again very soon. You take care. And uh, right, yeah. Okay, goodbye for now. Goodbye for now, listeners. Uh, yes, uh, goodbye for now, listeners. Saturday, 13th of January. Hello, Chuck. Oh, well. No interesting post today. One for Mrs Bryn, though, saying that the meeting was at 2.30. Paul H. said he couldn't come. He's gone and sold the majority of his Doctor Who collection for 25p each because he needed the money for a pair of jeans. He's a lot of um, Doctor Who books and figures and 
all that sort of thing. I mean, I ended up with uh, some of them. Uh, bloody hell, this is becoming a disturbing trend uh, what he, that he's selling his collection. I haven't got around to revision yet. I'm going to flunk some subjects terribly. Uh, stupid, stupid system. Paul said they have 100% coursework. Oh, that would have been good. Paul H says, says that they have 100% coursework at his school. He also said he couldn't uh, come to Junior Writer's Circle with me for four weeks. That's what friends are for. Ooh, dear. Um, obviously, didn't take that very well. But to be fair, Paul, it was, it was nice that Paul even came to a Junior Writer's Circle because he wasn't really somebody who did that much writing in his free time. He, a lot of the people who did come to the Writer's Circle just came along because they were friends with me, which, which was very nice. Oh well. This morning I slept in. I babysat for Graham. I wrote some letters. Mum came back with a takeaway. Then I went in for the meeting, thanks to Mum. The meeting? Just the writer's circle meeting. I shopped for a bit and then got into the meeting a few minutes late. Unfortunately, I decided to withdraw £5. They had already transferred yesterday's £5 and one pence, and my account now stands at £7. I will get that up to £10 this week. Big money here. We'll see how my finances go with my paper round. The meeting was interesting, lasting lasting about an hour. At one point, I thought they were going to argue. Maybe this is the adult writer's circle, but on a Saturday. After this, I shopped. Uh, I think it was like I bought another Bangles tape and a Brotherhood of Man album. I took the 415 bus home. I get my Blake 7 tape from Nick on Monday. Something about mum and dad, but I can't read it. Uh, something about a Blake 7 episode called Gambit. The writing gets very small at this point. At night, I got on with Square One, episode 29. Halfway through, I also began Persecution, episode 8. That's that thing I was writing with Andrew. And did Elaine's tape. Must revise tomorrow. Roger is coming over. Graham is still ill as I write. Oh, I see. Well, um, at the top, I've wrenched. I, oh yes, writers board me. Writers circle board meeting. That's what that was at two o'clock on a Saturday. That was me. Uh, at what stage? Oh, about sixteen or seventeen. Um, and all these middle-aged people. I, that's why they formed the junior writers circle because they thought I wouldn't want to hang around with, with, old, old older people. But to be honest, I, I didn't really bother me. I quite like that. Um, Oh yeah, I see what I mean about um, about Paul um, selling his Doctor Who collection. I'm referring to the fact that it's catching because Andrew R had been, um, I don't know, losing interest or um, maybe maybe selling his collection. Oh, I better go. I can hear the theme music. Um, so yes, well, we, I'm sure we'll have more. I was going to read Sunday as well, but. Uh, um, these, these entries are so long. They're so long. We'll still be looking at my uh, 1990 diary in 2090 at this rate. But there we go. Okay. More soon, listeners. More soon. Bye-bye. i got to go now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network.
Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, January, January, uh, 13th, 1990, uh, I, I went to have tea with, uh, the Queen Mother, um, I met her at the bingo on Friday night, and she, uh, she, she and I got on really well, and she invited, and she invited me back to Buckingham Palace, Apparently, in one of the spare bedrooms, uh, the wallpaper is beginning to look a bit shoddy, and uh, she, she wondered if I could help um, uh, with uh, getting uh, the whole room redecorated. Uh, I said I'd look into it. Uh, the, the, the cakes were really nice, and we ended up playing bridge, uh, which uh, I'd never played before. And then Cliff Richard came over, and we... Uh, uh, we we, we uh, um, yeah we, we we had uh cucumber sandwiches for tea. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, what's going on? What? Oh, I'm just uh, looking at my diary from from 1990. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, you you look like you're writing your diary from 1990. You have a pen in your hand, and the book is mostly empty. Oh, Cromarty. Oh, I didn't want you to see this. What's going on, your Uncle John? I'm just trying to write a diary, that's all. Yes, but I told you to write a diary, but didn't tell you to fake a diary from 30-plus years ago. Oh, yes, but I... Oh, you spoilt it. You spoilt everything, Cromarty. What do you mean? Well... I I was going to write a diary from 1990 and then I was going to discover it and then I thought Radio Dull FM would... Well, obviously my diary wouldn't be as dull as Paul's but I was thinking somebody would buy it or something that I could publish. Oh, hitty Uncle John. So you were going to write the diary? The whole diary was going to be faked? I mean, had you ever even thought that if they found the diary they would see that it was written in a, a new book? You would need to age it up or something. Well, yes, well, I'd never thought about that. Um, and the other thing, Getty Uncle John, I mean, writing about going for tea with the Queen Mother, I mean, nobody's going to believe that you ever went for tea with the Queen Mother. I actually did go to tea with the Queen Mother, but that's a very long story. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, it's best forgotten. Oh, dear, what did you do? No, no, I can't speak about it. Um, oh, Dave, ruined the whole thing. I've written 13 days as well. Oh, Well, you can continue if you really want to. No, no, you're going to sneak on me. I know you, Cromarty. Oh, you're the Uncle John. You, you, that's not a very nice thing to say. No, you... It's just... You're too honest for your own good, Cromarty. I, 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 I don't see that being honest is a bad thing. Yes, well, 
there's no point me trying to pass it off now. You'll just go and tell people, and oh, I'll just look stupid. I'm not going to write the rest of the year, another 300 and whatever entries, and then, then you turn round. Well, you could always write it as fiction, yet your Uncle John's fictional diary. Would anyone be interested in a fictional diary? I don't know. I suppose. No, no, I can't be bothered. Oh, you, you got any biscuits? I might have some biscuits, yes. Oh, well, you know, uh, we could have some tea and biscuits. Although I suppose you're heading out on a date or something. I'm not heading out on a date with Milo today, no. Come on, I'll put the kettle on. You can have some of my biscuits. Oh, oh, Cromarty, you're a good fellow. You really are. And when when we, uh, you know, uh, if we, we get these recordings done for Radio Dell FM, we'll be getting loads of biscuits, and, and you can have some of those, and, uh, you know, I'll pay you back. Oh, yes, yet Uncle John, whatever you say. Whatever you say. So, so what's this story about the Queen Mother, then? Oh, well, you won't believe it. Uh, anyway, once upon a time, I was, I was just out and about, and I was on the dance floor, and it's a long story, I hope you've got time. I've always got time for you, Yeti Uncle John. I've always got time for you. <laughs> no, no, that's not. Thank you, yeah. It's not right. Oh, my God. What was that? Was that two hours? It was at least four hours. How long was this podcast? So, listeners, as you can see, there's a lot going on. Whether it be Longmas Cousin Algernon, whether it be other dimensional goings on, whether it be Ick and Uck, and um, whether it be the, the the yoga vampires, which, well, seem to have totally vanished at the moment. But they're still out there, and we need to track them down because they could be doing what they were trying to do here somewhere else. You know, it's only the cold weather that's keeping them at bay, I think, um, to a certain extent. Although, you know, they were out there in, I don't know, December, whatever, doing yoga. So, anyway, forget about it for now. But uh, we've got to stop them. We've got to find a vampire hunter or something. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, where, so, yes, so where was I? Yes, the <laughs> the end of the show. <laughs> Oh, Cromarty, I was going to ask, have you uh, ever had any contact from the yoga vampires recently? No, no, I haven't. I think, well, you know, they can read minds. I think they know we're onto them. So I I, I don't know where they are, but uh, yeah, we must find them at some point. But if they are hiding, then it is hard to, to find them. Yes, yes, you need a, a vampire slayer, don't you? I was thinking of getting trained up, just in case. Oh, you see, Uncle John, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm not sure you'd make a very good vampire hunter. Why? Why? I think I'd make a great vampire hunter. Oh, well, maybe, maybe. But I worry that I don't want you to get hurt. That was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513. 513
<laughs> and then there's the episode where Paul laid an egg. <laughs> yeah, he did. There was a dragon in it. Anyways. <laughs>